0: Welcome to Get Off the Treadmill podcast for business leaders, where we are relentless about helping small business owners get off the treadmill and make meaning too. I'm Sandy Corrigan, and we are going to dive into another conversation that helps us make more money in less time, get off the treadmill and rehumanize every business leader by giving you your brain back. Hey, this is Sandy Corrigan, and we are with you with another episode of Get Off the Treadmill podcast for business leaders today. And I am super excited because usually I'm hanging out here by myself, but we have Chuck Blakeman the author of Making Money is Killing Your Business and other books, which we'll hear about in the future on with us, not only for today, but for the next several weeks, we're going to actually work through the Making Money is Killing Your Business book and the content and the stories and talk about how we can apply this as small business owners. So, hey, Chuck, welcome. Glad you're here with me today.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a blast. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Wish we were in the same room we could have been, but it didn't work out. Maybe next time. (laughs) But since it's audio, they can't see us anyway. That's right. right. So I just want to say that you and Diane and the Craigset organization changed my life 12 years ago, changed my life and Tom's life because we had a real estate team and we were doing what almost all realtors do, which is brag about how they're available 24-7, which is the stupidest thing we've ever done in our industry. Nobody can be on their game. 24 seven. But we sat in a three to five club and you talked about helping us get off the treadmill and being able to have more freedom and choice and make more money in less time and build a life that had significance. And so here we are 12 years later, still in some ways doing that to the businesses we have and the new businesses that we're starting and as facilitators of three to five clubs. So thank you. I wanted to start out by saying thank nice. you for writing this and experimenting with us. And so I know that everybody would like to hear, like, how did you get this idea? Because this, this making money is killing your business and this idea and business wasn't your first rodeo, so to speak, as a cowgirl says.
1: No, it wasn't. It was about my sixth or seventh business somewhere in there. And I've done 13 now, 13 businesses on nine continents or, or nine continents. No, I don't think so. <laughs> 13 Businesses and 9 Professions, 9 industries on Four Continents. And, and uh, yeah, a lot of people told me, Sandy, that the, some of the things in this book are things they've never heard before. And I get the comment all the time, I've never been given permission to think this way. And in the forward to this book, I said, I've never had an original thought in my life. But I'm pretty sure I'm okay with that, because I'm pretty sure you have either. I, I didn't discover any new ideas about business or in life or any of that kind of stuff to or to write this book. Because I think the best any of us can do is, and you might agree with this, is just rediscover existing good ideas that have been ignored for a bit, maybe repackage them in, in familiar ways or that would, in a new narrative that maybe is more relevant for our time. And so that's what this book became is, is a uh, repackaging of, of very old ideas in some ways and some that weren't maybe so old, but uh, in a way that, that uh, people could, could understand it. it seems to be a narrative that, that grabs a lot of people. Uh, we've had a lot of people compare this as to the best uh, best books they've ever read. Probably one of the best compliments I got was from the uh, head of the entrepreneurship uh, school at the University of Georgia. He said, I've read thousands of books. I've read like six books twice. I read yours three times. So that was a pretty powerful response. Um, it's not a book meant to educate people. And he didn't re- read it for that. He made a course out of it. Uh, it's a book, really, of of what my journey was to how how the world do I get off the treadmill? I've had people tell me this book could have been a book titled "Get Off the Treadmill," because that's really the theme of the book: is how do we make more money in less time? Get off the treadmill, get back to the passion that brought us into business. That was the 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 the, the discovery, and really the big rediscovery process for me was to to figure out how to to get my business to throw off three things: time, money. And energy, not just money. So those three things become our our uh, formula. We call this the significance formula: time plus money plus energy equals the ability to have a significant life. You gotta have all three. And I wrote in the in the forward of this book that uh, there was this old dude uh, when I was in my twenties. He was an old dude. He's probably my age, maybe even younger. <laughs> but some old dude said uh, when I was in my twenties, Chuck, life has a built-in problem in your 20s like where you are you got all the time and all the energy and you got no money to do anything about it you get into your 30s 40s 50s you got all the uh, money and all the energy and you got no time to do anything about it and you get into your 60s 70s 80s, you got all the time and all the money you got no energy to do anything about it He said so the key to life is to figure out how to get all three of those at once and that 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 didn't click for me until I was in my 50s I'm a slow learner I was in my fifth or sixth business. And I was starting this sixth business, and I was just tired. I'm beginning to see a pattern. Like I said, I'm a little slow. Six businesses in, I'm beginning to see a pattern. Every time I build a business, the faster the business goes, the faster I go. And I was just building a job for myself over and over and over again. Uh, and and I was a hostage to each business that that I that I uh, built. So I said, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but this time in my sixth business. I'm going to do this differently. And I had no idea how to do what I wanted to do. And I think this is really instructive and important for us because I've seen this in the lives of a lot of entrepreneurs. It's not knowing how to get somewhere. It's knowing where you want to go. And I, for the first time, had a real clear picture of what I wanted when the business was done, not when it started. What do we want when the business is started? What do you think we want?
0: Well, We, we want money, right? Yeah. And then we want time, but then a lot of us think about the end game selling the business and that isn't even... Like you said, right? Why did you do six businesses? Because obviously, all the ones before it, you did something else with, yeah. and then you can't sit around and just twiddle your thumbs, or you exactly. die.
1: Yeah, to your point. Why do we? Why do? Why did I start business two, three, four, five, and six? Well, for one reason, I'm a, I'm a rabid serial entrepreneur, so I got bored. But a better reason is the business started to get complicated and started to take me over. And uh, why do we sell businesses? The majority of people sell businesses because they have become a hostage to the business, and that's where I was at five times in a row. These businesses have started to rule me, I no longer rule them. So, I needed to figure out how to get all three of those things at once. And I assumed I used the industrial age mindset that if you make a buttload of money, you will somehow be happy. <laughs> what still a dumb have A lot idea.
0: of people out there thinking that, right?
1: Yeah, well, I did it five times. All right, picking up a pattern here, made money, not happy why because i didn't have control of my life i actually made money and the faster my business went the more i became a hostage i was ruled by the business it didn't rule me Uh, all that good stuff so i had to figure out how to do this differently and i said in the sixth business i'm going to do this differently this business will be required to produce time and money and i'll be careful about my own energy that's something i give or take for myself but business business either takes time and money or it produces time and money. And we make the fatal assumption of thinking that if we, if it just produces time, money, it'll magically produce time, never happens. Never met a man who, or a woman who said, I built a business that made money, I intended to make money and somehow magically I got time. The way you get time is you finally sell the darn thing, uh, or grow it to some enormous size, where you can back off and nobody misses you. But boy, those are the rare, rare, rare exceptions. I wouldn't build a business on that. So, uh, so I, I, I set off on this journey to start a new business, and this book came out of that that journey of of deciding that I'm going to make a business that will uh, serve me rather than me serving it so we we uh, started to put together things and I and I stole a lot of this from other people pieces of it uh, like uh, freedom mapping I got the, the seed thoughts from that from a guy named Mort Murphy in Ireland and and I developed that and this idea of of uh, strategic planning you know this thing out there called the one-page business plan well it wasn't enough for me and and, and I knew business planning was bad but I, I tried other things and and uh, the big why came from you know, a spiritual journey. And there's just all kinds of things that came together for me that became the four building blocks that are the real building blocks of, of any successful business. And uh, we found that those four things developed a, uh, a framework for everyone to build a great business. So we, we in the process of building this, this book, we came up with a bunch of tools because I'm a big fan of, of simple tools that I can hang my hat on, I can create a handle around that will help me build a business. So the seven stages of, of business ownership. What are the seven stages and how do you go through them? How quickly can you go through them and which one are you in How do you get to the next one? And the business maturity date was a tool that we developed that became so central to my journey in building a business that uh, would give me both time and money and and uh, allow me the freedom to choose what to do with some of my time that business maturity date principle became a great tool uh, the seven elements of a of a, of any business and how we relate to those and the apex profile all these different things that we developed in order for me to figure out how to get off the treadmill. The point of this rant is uh, I, I say, I think I said this in the, in, the, in the preface, but I say it all the time. This was not a book I wrote. This was a life I lived. I bled over this stuff. I did it wrong for five businesses. And then I bled over it again in six business, trying to figure out how to do it right. And I bled over it since that's uh, in six more businesses to make sure we got it fine-tuned. So this book is, is a, uh, is a book of the fundamentals for uh, for business. Nothing new here, but maybe repackaged in a way that you've never seen it before. And we've gotten that kind of feedback. We have had people miss airplanes by hours getting engrossed in this book. We've had people tell us this book has changed their life, not just their business, but their life marriages, all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, we had, we've had many people compared to some of the, uh, the best business books I respect, like the, uh, the e-myth and, and books like that, that they say this book has helped them more because it's more practical and tactical and as well as visionary. So, uh, in the final analysis in this book, and I think in life, we only bring three things to, to the world around us, clarity, hope, and risk. If someone gets clarity, you know, risk is, risk is difficult. We don't like it. The worst of human con- conditions is uncertainty. I also think it's the best. But risk is not something we, we go into naturally. What, what allows us to have risk is first we need clarity. What's in it for me? How can I actually benefit from this? So if we give you clarity on how to get off the treadmill and we give you tools and step by step ways to do that, that brings hope and hope allows us to take measured risk. So that's really what this book is about, is bringing clarity and hope uh, so that you can take the risk to uh, what we call the stage five or stage six uh, business ownership and get off the treadmill.
0: You know, I think I talk to a lot of small business owners who've been to business school or they've been involved in other kinds of groups that are, you know, business groups. We we could name a whole bunch, but they come back and they say the biggest difference is that every other group teaches us to build a bigger, faster, more productive treadmill, but nobody talks about what happens if I can get off? Right. And then that's even a concern for some people. Like you just said, like we like certainty. So it could become even scary, especially for an entrepreneur who loves what they're doing is to say, oh my gosh, what will I do if I get off? And yet, when we start talking about our big why, legacy, significance, other things we can be doing, you know, we just see people's lives, you know, we see the light bulbs go off in their head and we see them embrace things differently, they involve their family, they involve their stakeholders or you know people that work with them in the business and everything becomes bigger and better in terms of the significance of life. It, yeah. it, it It's no longer compartmentalized, work isn't work anymore. All of a sudden it's, this is who I am in the things that I do and I could spend the rest of my life being that and maybe doing a bunch of different things because of this whole idea that I can continue to kind of reinvent myself in the in the journey of work too, right? Because I see people that are very stressed by going, How am I gonna, how am I gonna get bigger and better year after year after year after year and not have a pathway to do that and not have a pathway to live life, which is yep. the whole reason we really work, right? Is to have a
1: life. <laughs> yeah. So um it's great. I, one of the things that you're reminding me of one of the things I stole that I put in this book. Uh, you know, Picasso said, good artists plagiarize, great artists steal. And sometimes you hear things that are really good. A guy named Art Radke said once, adults don't learn unless we're disoriented. And I, I, I really ran with that because I really believe that's true. When, as soon as we think we know, we're done. So uh, it's my hope that you'll use these podcasts, that our listeners will use these podcasts around this, this book to challenge our understanding of conventional business wisdom that most of what we understand about business is not true. It's been fed to us by giant corporations and people who built giant corporations and it just doesn't work for for small businesses with under 50 people in them. So it's my hope that, that people will use this to become disoriented, to challenge their understanding of conventional business wisdom and to reintroduce some long forgotten central ideas and practices that we can use to transform our business and our life. I really trust that one of the things you'll get out of this book is what our friend, you and I both know, John Geringer, and he says there are no new fundamentals. This is not going to be a book that brings you uh, a a quick whistle or a silver bullet for how to get somewhere new. We're going to reintroduce things you've probably forgotten and and help you understand why they are so important. And then the new part will be to give you tools that'll help you uh, take those new ideas Or those those old ideas and apply them in a way that will bring you to where you make more money in less time and you get off the treadmill.
0: Yes. And for those of you that are already intrigued, we live this out in community, which is so needed right now after everything we've gone through in the pandemic, but always really we've needed community. Right, rugged individualism doesn't really work in the long run, and we're certainly not as fulfilled or happy or get there as quickly. And so, for those of you that are interested, um, that you'd love to be invited to a community that's actually living this out every month in a couple of three to five clubs each month, you can contact us at at www.325club.com. That's www. the number three to the number five club.com. Um, you can check out what others say about doing this together in community on that website. And there's ways to contact us if you'd love to come and be a guest and experience what this might be like with business owners all over the world. Cause we have people all over the world participating in this so that we don't just keep it in our heads, but we're living it out day to day. So Chuck, thanks for the intro and uh, we look forward to more.
1: Yeah, let's uh, let's chase the rabbit here and let's uh, let's go get something that we intend to do differently. Let's go from survival through success all the way to significance and let's do it with some passion.
0: Awesome. Thanks so much and we'll see you next time on the Get Off the Treadmill Podcast for Business Leaders. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us today. If this podcast was helpful, please subscribe by computer or phone or connect with us at www.thenumber3to number5club.com. Discover how you can get off the treadmill, make more money, and find more meaning by contacting us at grow at 3to5club.com.